The number you have reached, 911, has been changed to a non-published number. You're listening to UCW Radio. In your face. Welcome to another segment of UCW Radio, and this is your host, Lou, a.k.a. Falcon Co. Paris, and I want to thank all of our listeners for the continued su- support just by listening to the show. Now, today on the show, we're going to have a very special guest. He is a true martial arts leader and the founder of the largest martial arts event in the world. He has been honored from continent to continent by some of the most prestigious martial arts organizations on the planet. And he's still as humble as a man can be, believe it or not. Now, before we can, before we bring him on, uh, let's give you some information because we need to do that on the show. Uh, listeners can actually call in when the show is live. So if it is live, you can call in and you can get patched in. Uh, get a pen and write it down. The call-in number is 323-215-1446. That's 323-215-1446. And even when the show is over, you can actually leave a message. And if it's interesting enough, trust me, it will be played on the show for all to hear. Also, if you're on Twitter, then shoot me out some questions or comments while we're live. And we'll read them off. You'll uh, know who the guest is. You can just go to the site and you can see who's coming up and just uh, leave your questions there or your comments, whatever you want to do. Uh, my Twitter name is Lewis Velasquez. That's L-O-U-I-S-V-E-L-A-Z-Q-U-E-Z. Follow me and ask away. Now, without further ado, let's patch in one of the most highly respected martial arts leaders in the world and founder of the Action Martial Arts, I mean, it's the event of events that happens in Atlantic City every year, 10th anniversary this year. Now let's get Master Alan Goldberg, let's patch him in, because he's waiting on the line, let's get him in here. Alan, welcome to UCW Radio, I want to thank you in advance for taking time out of your busy schedule to speak with us today, it's an honor to have you on the show. Well, it's a pleasure to be here. I, uh, I've been looking forward to doing this interview with you. You've been talking a few times on the phone with it, and I was very excited about it. Well, you know what? We're excited to have you here. Um, Alan, you've been training in martial arts for close to four decades. Your primary style right now is Wing Chun, but, you know, so much so that, that you, as far as Wing Chun, you are the premier Wing Chun authority, not only in New York, but in the United States. Thank you for that. I mean, there are a lot of people doing Wing Chun out there, but uh, from what I see, there are not too many people doing it as long as I have been. I've been doing actually Wing Chun over 37 years and in the martial arts over 45. Yeah, well, over that time, your your accomplishments are uh, so vast that I'm not going to even attempt to name all of them. But there's one that I will name, which was interesting. Uh, You were inducted in the Black Belt uh, Magazine Hall of Fame. Yeah, uh, 2004, I was uh, inducted uh, Kung Fu Artist of the Year, and uh, it was a little bit of a surprise. They flew me out there and kind of surprised me with the whole thing, so it was pretty, pretty interesting, to say the least. Well, you were the first, weren't you? Well, no, I actually wasn't. I was one of the first, uh, if the- you want to say, Americans or non-Orientals that were inducted. There were a few others, but uh, there were a few and far between, let's put it that way. Okay, so, I mean, you that, that was historic, and at least I, that's the way I see it, anyway. 
Um, it was great. My funny thing about it, my speech was very, very simple when they gave it to me. Uh, I walked up there and, and held up the trophy in the, in the air and just said, wow, 40 years ago, I would think no way. And here I am now, thank God. Well, that shows that a lot of hard work and a lot of dedication, you can start accomplishing anything you want to in life. And yeah, you know, I tell people, uh, people look at what I've done over the the last, uh, if you say, decade, four decades or so, and they say, oh, Alan Goldberg's doing it. And I tell people, guys, you can have the same thing I do, you just have to work as hard as I do. That's all it is. Well, some people are lazy, you know, and they, they you know, I guess some people just expect things to happen, and you've put a lot of hard work, you've been honored at almost every notable event from continent to continent. And I think that my first question out of the box to you is basically, how did you first get involved in martial arts? Oh, the typical story, coming home from school one day and I got beat up. And, uh, and I looked for a way not to get beat up again, let's put it that way. And what was your and first I just style? I met someone and kind of got a little bit involved in it. And as time went on, I just kept getting more and more involved. What was your first style that you got involved with? Uh, Shotokan Karate. Okay. I studied with uh, quite a few people. Anthony Arena was one gentleman who's passed away at this time, and George Cofield, uh, Maynard Minor. So there were some really, you know, decent names that I was with back in those days. Okay, well, you know, when was the point that you actually got involved in Wing Chun? Because that is your primary uh, um, style right now. Yeah. And and who? And just a second question with that is that who was that driving force that made your desire grow from knowledge and more in the style? Well, actually, I was in actually five animal kung fu also for about 11 years, and I had met this gentleman uh, named Master Jason Lau. Uh, we hit up a very good friendship at first, and uh, next thing you know, I closed my school up where I was teaching, and we moved everything up to his location. So I went up there in like 1974 with the Wing Chun, and uh, we've been together ever since. Matter of fact, this weekend alone, we're going out. <laughs> He's coming into New York. Oh, so we're still together, you know, so many years later. You built, you forge strong relationships, and that—that's a key thing. Uh, uh, people don't realize, uh, you know, in true martial arts, you build a fam, a family type of atmosphere with the people that you train with or you, you trained under. Oh, it's very important. I yeah. mean, unfortunately, we've lost some of that in this industry today. It's a lot about money with people, and you know, sign a contract, put a student up, and that's it. And uh, I've never looked at it that way. I, I kind of, I have a very nice group of students from. Oh, I have like six schools from all over the country, and uh, I speak to them every week. Yeah, that, that's important, you know. And and just just to to give a little insight on this, uh, you were involved in martial arts in a few different styles, so from uh, Shotokan to uh, Kung Fu. You were involved with this for about what about fifteen years before you got into Wing Chun, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, when you got into Wing Chun. How how difficult was it to erase everything so you can learn Wing Chun, the, 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 the true essence of the style? Not, not really that hard. When you have a desire and, uh, you know, I, I saw something I liked, I kind of just left everything on the other table and said, let me, you know, let me eat at this table now. Okay, because a, uh, a lot of times people, when they develop uh, habits, or sometimes in some cases bad habits, you know, some habits are good habits, some habits are bad habits, and they carry it forward into another style because they think, um, I guess, that a certain move is, is better than the move in the, in the style that they're taking up. But if you're learning, you need a clean slate. Right. 
uh, you know, you got to clear your mind 100%. Right, right, exactly. uh, I, you know, if you, if you enjoy something, uh, you kind of have to go in that direction if you want to learn it and become better at it, no matter if it's martial arts or dancing, let's put it that way. So it was a choice I made, and uh, I'm very happy I did, very honestly. You're not going to take the cha-cha and then do the tango altogether. No. So it doesn't work. <laughs> not at all. Now, Alan, is it true that you actually lived in a Shaolin temple for a few years? Yes, I did. Well, I met Jason. He had opened a location. It was here in the United States, but he opened a location in Brooklyn, believe it or not. Uh, he had a two-story location. Uh, it was out of a movie, literally. Uh, we built the, this place up together, and it was one floor was a temple, and the second floor was a living quarters and a training room. Hmm. So there was a lot of great time. I mean, that was probably the best part of my martial art career. It was really uh, a lot of wonderful stories. One day we'll sit over beers and I'll tell you about them. Yeah. Not like the president, but we'll, we'll tell you about some of the good stories. No, yeah, I can, I can, I can imagine. You know, I mean, you're, you're I mean, how. How often does someone have the opportunity not only to learn martial arts, not only to learn from someone great, but also to live that night and day? Yeah, it was almost five years I lived there. And uh, the only thing that separated that, I was getting married at the time. And at that time, I think my wife would appreciate me still living in the school. <laughs> that wasn't going to happen. <laughs> yeah. I see that uh, as a slight problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, I wanted to, but it didn't work out that way. But, uh, you know, I stayed there and we trained, uh, wow, I mean, 2 o'clock in the morning, get a knock on my door, let's go, get up and work. And we get up, train, train three, four hours, go out to eat in Chinatown, come back, go to work the next day, come back. I mean, it was a it was a great routine. It was never boring. There was always something new happening. And uh, I can never want to change anything in, in that lifestyle that I did have. Those are your memories and, and a lot of... Martial artists today, you know, they, I mean, just hearing this, this interview, the, the, uh, the show today, they're going to get some insight as to how things used to be. It's not like that anymore. No, not at all. Okay. I mean, if you go back, if you go back to, I mean, when you were training and you were there in, in, in the midst of everything where you had, this is coming off of, uh, you know, Bruce Lee and what he was doing, and after he passed away, you had a new era of, of martial artists from Dan Asanto. You had, uh, you know, Ed Parker was always big, and you had a lot of uh, people coming out and kind of adhering to, to, to tradition. And something changed, something slipped over time. Yeah, it's called money. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I can see that. You know, I, so, you know, people just, into it for money now. Not everybody. I mean, there are some... I mean, I'm very friendly with most of the guys that have kept it, as we want to call them, dinosaurs. Mm -hmm. And it will change over the years, and, you know, there'll be a lot of guys gone and under the table. But, you know, we'll do our best as long as we're here and try to keep the tradition up, though. Yeah, that's all you can do, you know. Yeah. Now, Alan, let's move forward. Uh, you've been training students for decades. Uh, you've earned, and I have to stress as you've earned, you were not given, but you earned the respect of the creme de la creme in not only the world of martial arts, but in entertainment as well. Now, who are your most notable students to date? Well, uh, Joe Piscopo is one of my students. Um, another gentleman named Joe Veneri, who's from the group The Tokens, The Lion Sleeps Tonight, if people remember that song. Uh, world champion Demetrius Oaktree Edwards, who's very famous for the guy that broke Mike Tyson's ribs back in 71. 
Um, I've, you know, people like that uh, for years have been training. I've actually had uh, a little bit of training with um, John Gandolfini, and uh, that didn't work out because was, he was having some problems at the time, so we never really got going with that. But, uh, you know, some famous students, and uh, believe it or not, they become very, very much part of the family also. Another gentleman I had, which he was a doctor, Dr. Richard Pearl, who was the top orthopedic surgeon in the United States at one time. So that's interesting. Now you have you have students that have opened up their own facilities, right? Right. I actually have six locations. Okay. Do you want to go over that? Do you want to? Oh uh, yeah, I have. Uh, well, I have students all over the country, but the guys that are running places, I have New Jersey. I have two locations. Mm -hmm. I have my main location here in, in New York, in Brooklyn, New York, where my student and I opened the school together. Mm -hmm. uh, I have one in Florida. I have one in California. And uh, I have little offshoots that are not really schools, but guys that are still doing some training on there in uh, Louisiana, Tennessee, West Virginia, Georgia. So we're kind of spread all over the place. And you know, the funny thing is, Alan, uh, this is something, you know, what you're saying to me right now is something that in order for someone to know this, they would really have to dig for it. You don't, you don't showboat about your accomplishments and you're a very humble person. I think that's fantastic. And your history is, is very impressive. I, I appreciate that. You know, I, I one thing I know we will wind up getting, I, I publish Action Martial Art magazine, and people always ask me, how come I don't put myself in the magazine? Mm -hmm. And I laugh and I say, people don't want to see me. They want to see other people. Mm -hmm. So, I, you know, I'm 20 years in existence with this, and I've always kept myself out of my magazine other than a group photo. For, you know, that's about it, basically. No, it's, it's not ego-driven like most things, and you know, with people, uh, whether it be a magazine or a show, whatever it may be, it winds up to be about mostly about them and little about the other people, and but that's how things fold. <laughs> yeah, you could shoot yourself in the foot very easy. Let's put it that way. Oh yeah, without a doubt. And know? I kind of always think that when I put myself out to do anything, yeah, you want to be respected and do things, and I, I do a lot of if you want to call martial arts, celebrity tra traveling. Uh, I mean, I just got a call just now to come out on Saturday night to an event as a VIP. Uh, I can't go to every event, but I appreciate it, and I make sure that people know I do appreciate it. It's it's an honor for them to even think of me in that manner. I, I never do, mm -hmm. but they do, so, you know, I have to give give them kudos at least and thank them. Well, but, but you earn that respect, and that much I do know, you have earned that respect, and, you know, I haven't uh, heard too many people say anything... Uh, negative about you any any one of substance anyway say anything well, negative about you haven't spoke to the right people yet <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> no I, you know yeah. what i do find out i mean uh i have a, a nice close knit of friends and usually i'm i'm very protective if someone comes within my fold if you want to say i protect them and they've become loyal is unbelievable i mean it's, it's that way and then i have the ones that want to be do what I do and be this and this. Oh, you know, Goldberg's doing this, you know, screw him. That. And I stand there and I laugh. I said, well, that's from jealousy because they could be involved with me with just taking the step in. Yeah. It's not a matter of me, them paying me or bowing to me or anything. It's just a matter of being a human being and doing the right thing for everybody. And, you know, you can part, part of my crowd. I have no problem with it. Yeah, but that's, that's where the ego part comes in, you know. And again, your, your history and what you've done is impressive. But what I find as impressive is that you are the founder of the largest martial arts event in the country, if not the world. And in January of 2010, it will be your 10th anniversary of the event. 
Yeah. In, in your <laughs> words, can you tell us? Because I, I, I'm impressed by that. Because how many people can run something for ten years? Unless I mean, well, of course, if you're the uh, the IFBB and you're doing bodybuilding shows, you're doing it forever. That's a different story. But in, in martial arts, you are the guy. Uh, it's a monumental feat. I have no doubt that it's going to be the greatest one yet. So, in, in your words, you know, can you tell us about the event and what we can expect? Yeah, unfortunately, you had to remind me about it. I got all the work ahead of me. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it's my 10th anniversary. I actually put this event together because uh, I saw a lot of events going on out there. And I didn't appreciate what a lot of them were doing. Um, one of my very dear students, and also, which I didn't mention before, Phil Morris from the Seinfeld show, if you remember Jackie Childs, the lawyer, right. uh, he was kind of instrumental in me putting some ideas together to get this going. And, uh, you know, it, we would never, as martial artists, put it on a pedestal within the sport industry. We were always secondary. Right. And I put this event together to try to give us some recognition in the, in the world of sports, if you want to say. Even though we're not sport-oriented, but we kind of fit right into there some way or another. Uh, I brought in wonderful people over the years. This year would probably be the biggest of my events, like I, you were saying before. Yeah. Uh, I've had people like Chris Penn in my event before, Chuck Webner, that was the one they did the Rocky story about. And uh, this year, just to give you a rundown on some of the people showing up, I have uh, Jeff Speakman from Perfect Weapon coming in, Cynthia Rothrock, uh, Michael J. White, who's a star in his own from Spawn, my, he played Mike Tyson movie, uh, Bill Wallace, Joe Piscopo, uh, Joe Lewis, Phil Morris again, uh, Hank Garrett, he's from uh, Car 54 fame, mm-hmm. Don the Dragon Wilson, uh, Gary Alexander, James Liu, uh, many, many uh, movies, uh, Christine Bannon Rodriguez, Orlando Rivera, um, Chuck Zito from um, Oz. Chuck Zito actually from Oz, right? Yeah, he's um, on there. Edwards, my student, uh, Ronald Duncan, Dan Severin, um, very unusual, who was a martial artist, Bernie Carrick. Um, but Bernie Carrick, that's the former New York commissioner, police commissioner, right? Right. right. Okay. Uh, I have uh, Michael DePasquale, who's also my, uh, he's one of my co-hosts at the event, um, David Toma from Beretta fame. Uh, so we have quite a few uh, interesting names, and there's more being added on. Yeah. I mean, there's, by the time I'm probably finished, we'll have another six, seven names that we're actually looking at to be added onto that list. And, and that's that's the funny thing, and I just want to address this too, which I find very interesting as well, is that you have a lot of these these celebrities coming in, but a lot of these celebrities come in on their own accord. Right. You're not out there saying, "Well, I'm." Promoting an event that I'm going to pay to do this, pay. You're not doing it. They're coming because they want to. They want to be part of something genuine. And people have to understand that this is a genuine event. It's not a, a pay-to-play situation. Well, I couldn't afford to bring them all if I was paying them. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I mean, it, it, you t- this is a great undertaking. And all these, all these celebrities that are coming in, from Phil Morris to Chuck Zito, they're all coming in on their own accord because of the respect they have for you. Well, you know, it's a reversal. I have a lot of respect for them. I, I, I appreciate their careers, what they've done for the martial arts, a lot of them. And uh, I've only had great times. I've never had a bad instance with any of them. Uh, and I have the, the ironic thing is every year I have the event, they all want to come back. So whether I, you know, it comes down where we come to the event, put up a big show and everything, they just 
they want to be in the public also. Yeah. And we raised the venue for them to be able to see thousands of people at one time. And where else? I mean, because when, when you do this, you create a platform for a celebrity to come in to, to meet and greet with thousands of people that normally they wouldn't see. Mm-hmm. Okay, and if they're out of the, the limelight for a while, you know, they are. They can easily go back in and go and sign the autographs, meet with the people, yeah. get out there, get some media attention. And now this year, your 10th anniversary, the biggest of them all. And I've been to a few of your events, and every time it gets better and better and better. And it, it amazes me because people just keep you know your, your list keeps growing and the uh-huh. attendees keep growing and the seminars keep growing and everything keeps getting more and more intense to the point that uh you know when it's, it's hard to pack everybody in there yeah we, we have it down to a science already so we're pretty well well oiled machine if you want to say mm-hmm. uh, but it's still a lot of work um the celebrities are great I've done some new things this year. We, we're having our trade show and the seminars. We have 24 seminars by God, some of the world's best martial artists. Um, I mean, some of the celebrities I just named will be doing seminars at the event. Um, we have a trade show again with about 45 vendor tables. And then we have the banquet. And something I added on this year, at the end of the banquet, we have all the celebrities coming out into the hallway for an, a, a second cocktail hour, if you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And this will be set up for the celebrities to come out and meet and greet. Last year we did it small. We didn't do it too big. And the people who were out there, such as Joe Lewis, he was mobbed. I mean, he had hundreds of people just wanted to talk to him, to shake his hand, so on and so forth. So it was a great event that way. We kind of put it to, together where people were, how do you explain, just it was a wonderful feeling. They, they feel like they're part of an extended family. When they, yeah, when they go to your when they go to your event, and and just so that our listeners understand a few things, how quickly can an event like this sell out? Well, it can sell out very fast. Uh, we've had years where we set this whole thing up, and within no time we were just completely filled. Yeah. Completely filled. Well, I, I can imagine, you know, because I mean, uh, our listeners need to understand that there are no scalpers, there's no stub hub that can resell these tickets. So yeah. for the especially for the dinner ceremony, you know, um, it's you have to get your tickets beforehand, or there's just not going to be any room. You know, I know, and and uh, maybe a lot of people don't realize. Maybe if they read your magazine, they do understand. But I'm going to say it that your ceremony brings in anywhere from fourteen hundred to two thousand people. Fourteen hundred wow. to two thousand people in a ceremony. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that that's like unbelievable. That's like that's. That's, that's up there with the Oscars. It's a football field. We were actually, uh, I was told by Joe Bisco, it's as big as the Golden Globes. So. Yeah. So, I mean, well, I guess this would be considered, uh, I'm going to quote you, or not quote you, but quote what I've heard from other people. that They consider this the, the Oscars of martial arts. Well, we like to call it the Academy Awards of Martial Arts because Oscars I get sued for. So okay, so no Oscars. We don't want to infringe on any uh, registered trademarks. <laughs> right. Okay, so now, um, how, how many tickets are available to the public to purchase? Uh, right now, we're close to about five months out, and we only have about 500 tickets left. And that's out of what, about 2,000? 
Uh, actually, well, I'm max for the banquet is fourteen hundred and change. Uh, the trade show holds about two thousand people. Okay, so for for that, you know, for the uh, for the banquet, you know, you're you're about two thirds of the way there, and you're about five months out. Yeah, yeah. So you can get sold out by by Halloween for all intents and purposes. I uh, hope so. Yeah, <laughs> it looks I, that way. Yeah. I mean, every time I put it out, it kind of surprises me. Yeah, well, I think that I think you are going to be oversold. Um, yeah, I I think this year being the tenth anniversary is going to bring a tremendous tremendous amount of people that we didn't expect to have, and uh, you know, the more the merrier for me. But uh, you know, also the more work I have to do too. So. Yeah, but you know, it's it's a labor of love. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, let, let me ask you something, just just so our listeners uh, understand this too. What are the prices for a table, and what are the prices for an individual ticket to the uh, to the banquet well, and to the um, the earlier uh, seminars? Well, the trade show it's uh, just twenty five dollars to get into the trade show with all the seminars free. So all uh, the seminars, are, so all the seminars, each and every seminar from Joe Lewis yeah. to Don Wilson, that's all free. One hundred percent free. As long as twenty five, the, the twenty five bucks. Where are you going to get that? I know. You can't even go out for lunch with your friends. I have for people. I do have people complain about that. Believe it or not. That you have people complain about twenty five dollars. Yeah, yeah. Why am I? Why am I charging to come into the door? But that's another story for another time. <laughs> oh, people just don't see. It's amazing. You you put a gift in front of them, and they still question it. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, I, so, I, it amazes me sometimes, very honestly. But you know, it is what it is. Okay, well now the banquet. Let's go to the banquet. What are the prices for a table and for an individual ticket? Well, we have a thing called a VIP sponsorship program. If people come, uh, ten people come, nine pay, and comes up to eleven hundred and twenty-five dollars. Mm-hmm. They get all the free passes, also for the trade show and banquet. And one person comes for free. Okay. And 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 an individual ticket if someone individual is one twenty-five. One twenty-five. All right. All right, so now let me ask you this because I know our listeners are going to, they're interested in this part because they, they, need, they need to get the whole story of what's going to happen from the time they get there. Uh, what can an attendee expect on Friday? I know that you're looking, it's not, you're looking to do this. Nothing is concrete, but I have a feeling it will be, that you're looking to film a documentary of this historic event. And that, yes. that, that would probably start on Friday. So would the attendees that come early on Friday, would they have the opportunity to be filmed and be a part of this history? Yeah, we have a thing called our improv party, which will be Friday night at the, the big fountain in the Tropicana. Okay. And again, I didn't say before, but we are running the largest showroom in Atlantic City, the Tropicana Hotel. Uh, four city blocks of just restaurants and partying. And what basically happens is everyone meets down there and I come out and say hello to everyone. We talk a little bit. Uh, last year, we had over 500 people showed up in the lobby there and the bar and just talked for a couple hours and then everyone separated in their own groups and it was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't believe the energy that was there. What, what, so, you know, even else? though I don't say that I put that together, it's something that we put together as a group and it worked out very well last year. So we're pushing it even more this year. Where else can you go to an event and hang out and, and have dinner or, or have drinks with the likes of Bill Wallace or Chuck Zito or Phil Morris or, or any of these guys or even Jeff Speakman, he's going to be there this year. Where else can you get, where else can you do that? You can't even get into the Ivy in, in L.A. <laughs> <I know. laughs> to go meet someone. So, you know, this is a unique opportunity for anyone to come down and meet and greet. And I know that I, I'm pretty sure of this. 
as you said, that as you move forward, it's just going to continue to increase. Yeah, and I, I do like the camaraderie that does build every year. Um, I may be just the orchestra leader, but everyone else is playing in the band. Let's put it that way. Oh, that's a good way to look at it. Now, on Saturday, you have the seminars. You have the trade show. Now, what listeners need to know is that, and, and I know that you don't really push this, but I'm going to say it, that you, you're going to have a massive celebrity autograph session going on. Well, we do have that during the daytime, and we have some photograph booths. People can take photographs. And then on secondary, we have at nighttime, we set up, again, after the banquet, where the celebrities will be out there signing autographs, taking photos also. So anyone that doesn't have a picture with Cynthia Rothrock, they can come get one. <laughs> yeah, they can go sit in the booth, and they, take, they can take a picture with her, and they can get an autographed picture with with any of these these martial arts celebrities, it's, it's amazing. Uh -huh. I, I mean, I just don't know unless you're on a movie set. I don't know, understand how anyone's going to get this done because you have you have these uh, you have these celebrities coming from all over the country, and you you also have MMA fighters that have come to your uh -huh. event, like the Shamrocks, like Frank right. Shamrock. Uh, I believe Ken Shamrock came one year. Uh, well, Frank was there, uh, Dan Severn again, and then we've had quite a few others that show up, actually. This year, we even have some guys from the WWE, the wrestling uh, industry, is coming in. Okay. But I can't mention their names yet, because we didn't finalize it on paper yet. So. Okay, well, that's going to be big, too. So all you wrestling fans out there that want the, uh, want the chance to meet some uh, WWE stars, you know, uh, you have to come on down. Uh, now, on Saturday night... You have, this is the coup de grace of the whole weekend. Can you tell us about the ceremony? I mean, paint the picture that when someone's in there, because I could sit and paint the picture, but I, you know, I think our listeners want to hear your words when somebody walks in there, because I know the feeling when you walk in there, it's like, holy crap. You know, it's, it's like going to 20 weddings at the same time. Yeah. I actually, I said, you ever go to a Jewish wedding where we have nine of them going on at the same time? Yeah, you you walk in, you have, you know, it's it's amazing because you have your um, you, you have your the celebrities that are on, they have they're they're in front, they mm -hmm. have all the tables around, but you have so many people there, and it's it's a black tie, pretty much a black tie affair. Yes, black tie affair. We have the trophies, the awards given out. We even have the help. Uh, such people as James Liu and Don the Dragon will help us give the awards out. And uh, it, it's just a great, great feeling when people can come down and see, you know, take a photo with these people, giving them an award, too. And we uh, have a photograph area also. I mean, we have a lot of things going on the whole night. We have music, dancing. Uh, it's just, we actually have a comedian comes up and does a few minutes for us, too. Oh, see, well, I'm sure Joe Piscopo is going to be happy to have a night off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We have, well, the guy, gentleman I have is Hank Garrett, who I became very good friends with. Uh, he was in many movies over the years, and this guy's got 25, 30 movies on his belt. And he was originally in Car 54, and the guy, is a, he's just a hoot. He gets up there, and he has everyone laughing like crazy. Yeah, but that, that's great, because you're, you're providing entertainment, you're providing a platform, you're providing... And anyone that is involved in martial arts in any way, shape, or form, I don't care if you have... You're a teacher, you're a student, you're a supplier, just to network. Well, you this you can never network with this group these this group of people, ever. No, not and you know something. Room. And there's not yeah. one frown in the room. There's everyone. 
And you may occasionally you'll get the guy that decides that he wants to be a celebrity also. And those kind of people we just ignore mm -hmm. <laughs> because our celebrities don't even consider themselves celebrities. So yeah, that's how I look at it. I, I tell everyone it's a plain story. Everyone in my room is equal except mm -hmm. for me because I'm your host that night and I'm here to work for you. And then, then that that's a good way to look at it. But that shows your humble side and that's that always amazes me. Well, I try to do the right thing because you can't get crowds like that if you're going to be Excuse the word. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm. I don't worry. Yeah, about I know, saying, I know, <laughs> I know, I know. I think everybody knows. That's <laughs> yeah. hearing this. Um, but the, the long and short of it is that this is an event that should not be missed. Uh, I had uh, Christine Bannon Rodriguez. Uh, I had her on the on the line about She's a week. She's a great ago. girl. She also comes to the event with her husband all the time too, and they're one of our celebrities also. Yeah, and she spoke so highly of the event and of you and everything else. But I never expect anything different when I mention your name to anyone of substance in martial arts because it's not about, it's not a situation where, oh, well, uh, Alan Goldberg is this, that. No, Alan Goldberg is a great guy. He is, is always, I mean, you're, you're a staple in the martial arts community. You are a leader, a true leader in the martial arts community. And, but, but still, again, I keep sounding redundant, but it amazes me that you are, you don't push that on anyone. Because you are just like everyone else, and that is even better. That'll be the downfall the day you start pushing it, though. That's what happens. Yeah, well, that's what happens to a lot of people when they, even, even with having this show, and I'll just speak frankly, you know, we have, uh, we, we approach certain, uh, people to come on the show, and, it, it just amazes me when their reaction is uh, a lot less than uh, yes. <laughs> you know, it's like, well, you, you know, an old saying, you know who the important people are that are on your show? The ones that are on your show, not the ones that don't want to be. Exactly. That's why they, they're asked once and not again because yep. there are people that do appreciate it. And same thing with your event. The people that go appreciate it and the people that don't go will bark, but they just miss something they can never repeat in their life. In their life. I, and, I mean, that, that's what it comes down to. Now, uh, Alan, is there anything else that you want to talk about or plug? Because at this point, the floor is yours to do so. Well, a couple of the projects I'm working on right now, I'm working something with the American Gladiators. I also have another program up called YFNCable.com, which we have uh, 57 kung fu movies up there for people to see. Uh, there's a lot of other little projects I'm working on, and uh, as time goes on, I'll update you. Okay. If you have me back on, of I'll course. let everyone know what we're doing. You have an open door to be here, Alan. Uh, now, I want to give our listeners some information uh, that they must have. So I would advise you to get a pen. Uh, to get your tickets, and you can correct me, Alan, at any time, uh, to get your tickets for the Action Martial Arts event, uh, just go to www.actionmagstore.com. Correct. And they can use PayPal there, right? Right, or they can call me in my office. And I'll work it that way for them, too. Okay, you want to give that number? Sure, 718-856-8070. All right, so that's 718-856-8070. Okay, mm -hmm. all right. And also, you know, uh, students that want that, that want to nominate their martial arts teachers for recognition of the Hall of Fame, they can actually uh, go to the website and do that as well, right? Right. Again, they can call me, too. I, I'm a very friendly person. <laughs> okay, good, good, good. And uh, your official website is www.allengoldberg.net. Um, you know, that's where you have all your information as far as who you are, you know, and what you've done, a lot of pictures, and I think that when people do go to the site just to, just to read about you uh, that don't know you, 
they will be impressed because outside of uh, the world of martial arts, it's interesting how little by little, maybe you know, lot by lot, that you are actually going more straight, more mainstream in society with what you do, uh, and it's not by force; it's just by by nature, nature taking its course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, I agree with you. I, you know, I never thought I'd be in this position I am now, but I have to thank God that I'm here and just keep pushing. I think that it's going to be an amazing event, um, and anyone, as I said, anyone that doesn't attend that's involved in martial arts, uh, you are cutting off your nose to spite your face. If you just make it a point, you have enough time to make plans to go and be a part of history. Uh, Alan, I want to thank you so much for taking time for this interview. It was an honor. It was insightful. I know that this 10th anniversary event is going to make martial arts history, and I, for one, plan on being a part of it. I wouldn't miss it for the world. Thank you very much, and I appreciate you having me on your show, and uh, well, we'll go from there. Uh, thank you for again for everything. All right. Thanks, Alan. That, that Alan Goldberg is such a great guy. Um, keep in mind, let me just... just um, Mention the websites again. That's actionmagstore.com, and his official website, his personal website, is alangoldberg.net. And again, I'm going to sound redundant here, but uh, anyone that's involved in martial arts, I don't care whether you're a student, a teacher, a master, grandmaster, whatever your your affiliation is, your title is, whatever it may be. Trust me, you want to be here. If you are a celebrity and you're involved in martial arts, don't sit there and and look for someone to pay to bring you in. Okay, come in and meet and greet with your fans. Take the opportunity because this only happens once a year and the 10th anniversary only happens once. So that's it. And that's it for this edition of UCW Radio. Uh, we'll be back with you with some more new and exciting interviews with some great people. And actually, anyone that comes on this show, we consider great. We hold them in the highest regard. And uh, we look to have more and more of them as we move along. And that's about it. Until next time, this is Lou with UCW Radio. What is your major malfunction? All that is your written. So let it be done. Ladies and gentlemen, my mother thanks you, my father thanks you, my sister thanks you, and I thank you.